Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready. Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Well, good evening, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and today I have a special guest, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. But before I introduce her, um, if this is your first time listening to the show, how lucky are you? Because we have a pretty fun topic tonight. And if you haven't ever listened to any of the shows, guess what? I have over 190 archived shows. Yes, I like to brag about this every episode because right now I'm the winner on the Inspired Choices Network for archived shows. I am. And even though uh, my producer and the CEO of and friend of mine, <laughs> The CEO of Inspired Choices Network is like, well, I actually technically have more shows than you, but mine are on different networks. I'm like, fine. <laughs> so, but I'm winning on this network. That's all I'm saying. I'm winning the competition that doesn't exist on this network for archives. So um, check out The Pleasure Zone on Inspired Choices Network, along with all the other shows, because not only do I have 109, over 190 archives, there are thousands, literally thousands of archived amazing, amazing shows um, with different topics and you name it, we probably talked about it on this network, although surprisingly, randomly, I find topics that we haven't talked about yet, so that's always fun too. So what on earth would The Pleasure Zone be about? It's really, you've just stepped into the zone of where we talk about bodies and pleasure and all things related to uh, life that actually bring more pleasure to us. And without a body, do we actually have pleasure? I don't know. Like, I don't have a lot of memory of not having bodies. I have more memories of having bodies um, and remembering that my body is sensory and it has pleasure and sometimes it has intensities that could be like pain too. So I'm interested in how we create more pleasure on the planet. And my guest tonight is also a worker in consciousness and our topic tonight is about receiving. And you know, what a great way to have uh, more pleasure in your life is to actually begin to receive more. So I just want to welcome Jennifer Kramer Lewis as we we're going to talk about our topic tonight that is called uh, it's actually called unconsciousness and the effect on receiving and like you wonder how can unconsciousness actually affect your level of receiving don't you just receive doesn't it just happen like do you actually have to be conscious to receive we're actually going to explore a lot of that. Um, and I'm actually going to introduce you to Jennifer, who is both a friend of mine. Um, she's also a professional. She's a coach. She's a certified uh, facilitator with Access Consciousness. She's She does something called Audacious Ask, and she does a lot of other things, which I will let her tell you a little bit uh, about her magical self as well. 
Um, I just gave you the quickie run on her. So hi, Jennifer. Can you tell our audience a little bit about um, the magic that you offer the planet? Oh, that's a loaded question. Uh, one of the things that I love to invite people to is to ask for way more than their fair share of everything. And so that can be way more than your fair share of money, way more than your fair share of lovers, way more than your fair share of fun, friends, prosperity, vacations, way more than your fair share of everything. And so that's what the audacious ask is about. I like that fair share part. It's like we actually do have some pretty wacko beliefs. It's my fair share. I know like growing up in my house, my my brother had this thing with chips and we weren't exactly a uh, super rich family. So chips were like the big thing. It's like, wow, there's chips. And sometimes the chips would sit there until they were almost past due, right? And the chips would sit in the cupboard and my <laughs> brother was in charge of chips. For some reason, he like adopted, it was his job. He was the, we knew that this was the special enough occasion. There's like, Sunday night movie uh, on Disney, and this Sunday night movie is valid enough for chips. And so, and and you get your fair share, your fair share of chips. And he would dole them out, and we would all have our fair share. And then you were not getting more than him, and he was not getting more. You got your fair share of chips. So I think it's really funny. Like so, so many places in my life, you got your fair share. <laughs> like just deal with it, girl. You got your fair share. But now, now in my life, uh, we buy like five bags of chips and my husband might eat three of them in one day. And I'm like, wow, wow. I really at first had to be like, okay, stop it, Millie. So there's chips enough to go around for the world. You know, you can just buy more chips. Okay. Talking myself off of a ledge for, you've eaten more than your fair share of chips, Mike. What the heck? <laughs> really, it was like an intensity yeah. for me. And now I'm good. I just well, buy more chipping. It's amazing. Yeah. He's so audacious you know, he with looks... his chip ask. <laughs> He's having way more than his fair share of chips, damn it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is with like having more than your fair share is like who gets to say you're having more than your fair share? Is that you? Is that the universe? Is that people who judge you? Is that, you know, like some old program that's playing in the back of your mind from like 1975 or 1875? Apparently the year I was born, yes, 1975. We'll go with that. There was my fair share of diapers and my fair, there's a fair share going around. Look, you've used enough yeah. of diapers. It's your fair share. You need to stop that now. That's it. <laughs> You're going to get diaper rash for using way more than your fair share of diapers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we've created so like yeah, we've just like created insanity around the fair share. I really like the whole idea. It's so funny, but so real to most people. Uh, but they got more than me. They ended up fair share. It's I see it with kids all the time in school. But how come they got more time than I did off? Oh, because they finished work before you did. Well, that's not fair, miss. I'm like, wow, this idea of fairness and fair share is pretty, it's pretty interesting. And I think it's pretty loaded because there's a lot of unconsciousness with it, thinking that 
we are limited. Yeah. Well, and that's it. That's the big thing is where are you limiting yourself even by being willing to receive your fair share? Yeah. Yeah. So so other people are like, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. So other people are like, oh, well, you know, she receives more than her fair share. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I was very careful to not take more than my fair share. (laughs) <laughs> I wonder so if there's all these like fair share of orgasms too. Yeah, yeah. There's it's, it, there's yeah. a lot of what rules around it, share? and like you're only entitled to five orgasms in your life, Jennifer. I'm sorry, you've had your fair share a long time ago. Oh, you no. had your fair share, so right? yeah, no more for you. I think I've had more like than five that? months. <laughs> I've had more than five a day. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like, yeah, what is it? I wonder orgasm? if people limit that too. Yeah. Do we limit our orgasms to the fair share number? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, some people sure do. They're like, oh, well, I can only have orgasms with this person or orgasms with that person. I can never have them with myself or I can never have that person give me an orgasm. And it's the same with money. No. It's the same with opportunities yeah. and friendships and pleasure. You know, you can have it with it's actually, um, these people, but not with those people, and certainly not by yourself. <laughs> no, that that's just unheard of and naughty, for one. So your fair share of self-pleasure, you know, if you've done it, for one, you're naughty. And for two, um, if you have done it, you've already had your fair share. So now you just need to stop it. Because you're actually mm-hmm. just, you know, spending too much time being preoccupied touching yourself. You need to go do some work. <laughs> That's it. You mustn't have anything good to do if you're busy doing all that bad stuff. That's right. You've had your fair share. <laughs> so I think that is so um, awesome. it's kind of it's kind of an interesting thing because. I have in my family, I had quite a few people who, um, you know, were born and raised. And, and like my father was born and raised, like he was born in 1937. Um, he was raised with the whole your fair share of everything. And um, he he actually has this, uh, this oppos- these oppositional beliefs in him where he thinks both you can have your fair share and then it, there's this fighting part of him that always would like to have greater. And then, so he's always fighting with that. And it's it's interesting to watch because first he'll they step into something and then he'll destroy it because he already figures he has enough. He's had his fair share. And so he's always like that person who's on the brink of creating more or creating greater, but he destroys it every time with that whole attitude of, oh, well, it's enough. It's fair. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, like I see that I see different parts of my life where I really stepped way out of my comfort zone with my willingness to receive. And then it was almost like I had little bungee cords attached to the back of me that were pulling me back into the, you know, the fair share zone or, you know, the, oh, this is what I'm comfortable with zone. And, you know, I think that there's like a lot of that out there. I sure see it with my clients. And, you know, what would it be like, you know, just like feeling in your body, like even just put your hands on your body, like give yourself a little hug and say, 
you know, like, hey, body, what would it be like if we were willing to step outside of that fair share zone into some place that's like totally audacious where we're like having way more than we ever thought possible? And, you know, does your body get excited thinking about that? Is your body like, yeah, let's get out of the chair. Let's get going. And, you know, if your body's like that, then, you know, maybe ask some questions. Like the next time you feel yourself getting sort of pinchy about the chips or <laughs> or somebody mm-hmm. spending more than enough of the money in the household or you spending more than enough money in the household, what if you could just relax and be like, wow, what would it be like if I actually didn't have this built-in limitation system called my fair share? And what if I could actually be conscious? What if you could actually be conscious of the amount of receiving that is out there waiting for you to ask for it? Hmm. If we were actually conscious of the amount of receiving possible or what's available, I think we would, our heads would explode with, there's just like the possibilities are so freaking massive. I, I don't know if we could, if we could even conceive of it. Like, yeah, we might explode with rapture. That'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, what's your fair share of rapture? <laughs> well, it's obviously limited. So <laughs> I've had yeah, my fair share, or I would be willing to conceive of that. <laughs> so. Just one, Definitely and then that's can. it. Your life is over, according to Christian, <laughs> according to scripture. Right. There's <laughs> only one rapture, and it's not going to be held in your I mean, body. It's right. external. <laughs> that's. <laughs> you are experiencing in your body. Hmm. Go ahead. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking about. I was talking to somebody about. Oh, we're um. We're getting close to the break. I'm going to tell the story after the break, I think, about, you know, oh, like, okay. what we can it be do like that. if yeah. you diet. You know, just try having more than your fair share and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm thinking there's a fun way to do it. And I've actually done this at restaurants with my husband, and he'll order food, and and then I'll just start eating off of this plate because he eats all the chips, right? So I'm like, fine, we're going to go out. And I'll just start eating off of your, so I'm eating more than my fair share. And usually he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just eating. Just going for it because I feel like eating what you're having. And it it doesn't totally infuriate him because he's so used to me doing it. But the first time on our first date when I did it, he was like, wow. He was like blown away that somebody would have the audacity. But like just grab something off of his plate and eat it. <laughs> More than my fair share. <laughs> More than your fair share. I'll have your fair share too, honey. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry if you're hungry. You should have ordered more. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about I'd like to hear your story on that. So we're actually going to head to our first commercial break and remind you that you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And my special guest tonight is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And we're talking about unconsciousness and receiving. What a topic. It's been fun. So um, stay tuned, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back after that commercial break. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone on Inspired Choices Network. Cause what a great place to be, you know. You can also have a show on here. That would be fun. And you can, you know, we can talk, we can chat, I can listen to your stories on Inspired Choices. That'd be great. So go, go get a show. It's great. And, um, and it's fun. And the more people we have on here, the more fun it gets, I'm telling you. So, um, I just want to welcome you back and remind you that I've got a guest tonight, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and we're talking about unconsciousness and receiving. And really, before break, we were talking about your fair share. Um, and I'm looking forward to hear Jennifer's great story about what she was talking to her friend about with fair shares. So go ahead, take it away, Jennifer. Yeah, what was interesting, I had um, a client that I was working with, and she really wanted to step up her game to having sort of more opulence and luxury in her life. And she was telling me about going into, well, somebody said, oh, hey, let's go into this art gallery. And so she was like, oh, I can't even go into the art gallery, you know, because some of the pieces are like 20,000, 30,000, 50,000, 100,000. And so if I'm not planning on, you know, spending that, I, I had better not go in there. And so I was saying to her, you know, like, don't you remember being a little kid and your mom being like, just try one bite? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe that was just my mom. My mom was like, oh, this is no, really my cool. Mom I too. really enjoy it. 
why don't you just have one bite? And, you know, this is really how I raise my kids too. I'm like, this is delicious. I think it's delicious. I promise I'm not trying to poison you. What would it be like Mm -hmm. if you just tried one bite? And so my kids, you know, actually they have quite a sophisticated palate because they were always allowed to spit out stuff that they didn't like. And what would it be like for Mm -hmm. you if you were be willing to just take one bite of having more than your fair share? (laughs) Like maybe take a bite off of your husband's plate or, you know, have a $30 glass of wine. You know, try Mm -hmm. it. Like expand your horizons by being willing to have something that's just like outside of your financial comfort zone. Now, I'm not suggesting like charging it on your credit card, but like have a look. Does it actually add to your life to have way more than your fair share of everything? And for me, it does. I'm like, okay, cool. What can I have now? What can I have now? And, you know, like the experiences that I've had now that I'm willing to have more than my fair share and not even... You know, like, I get crunchy sometimes. I'm like, ooh, that is way too big to ask for. But it's more sort of delightful in the, you know, like, being naughty, like, ooh, I'm having more than my fair share, than it is, um, you know, the sort of blame, shame, regret, guilt feeling, like, ooh, I'm really going to have to pay for this later. Do you know what I mean? Like, you hear people talking about, oh, I'll have this cheesecake, but, you know, I'm going to have to pay, I'm for, pay it later. for it later. What if, yeah. Yeah. There's always yeah, punishment when you take more than your fair share. Right? There's, there's a concept that if you've done that, you are definitely – like if I had more chips than my brother had allotted me when I was little, there was going to be punishment. I was definitely going to get a punch in the arm. So if he turned around and I stole a chip, I was going to get punched for taking more than my fair share. So, yeah, after being with my husband and taking food off of his plate and not getting a punch in the arm, I was like, oh, this is – funny. I'm actually going to do it whenever I feel like it. I'm going to have more than my fair share whenever of food. Um, it's really funny. I'm willing to have more than my fair share of food. It's other things that I'm like, well, you know, if I have more than my fair share of that, I don't know. It's funny because I was talking to some clients today and I realized it was like, wow, thanks everybody uh, pretty much today who came in who all had the same thing about, um, you know, willingness to have people be jealous of you. I'm like, wow, um, universe talking to me much? <laughs> it's like if you do have more than your fair share, how many people are jealous of you and are you avoiding it because of jealousy? Like, well, you have more than your fair share of sexiness. Now people are going to be jealous. Yeah, and that's such a cool um, a cool awareness. Like I think about, hmm, I'm just trying to think, about two years ago now, I was aware that I wasn't um, willing to allow people to be jealous of me. And then I thought, okay, cool. Well, what can I do to change that? And um, so I did this sort of obnoxious campaign on Facebook where I kept, you know, posting stuff about how great my life was and hashtagging, Mm -hmm. I love my life. And it was more for me (laughs) than it was for anything. And, you know, like I feel this sort of jealous bubble, the sort of like, who does she think she is bubble, the, um, you know, like her life isn't that great kind of bubble. And, you know, like you feel these sort of thought bubbles over people's heads and, you know, like, what is she bragging about all the time? Oh, my God, she's so obnoxious. And the thing is, is that, you know, I was just willing to change things for myself. And, 
you know, what if jealousy is like a really great indication that you are onto something good if you're willing to allow people mm-hmm. to be jealous of you? Oh, yeah. And when you are jealous, what if it's actually like the trigger for you to realize that's where you're not willing to receive what they're having? They're having it. Yeah. I'm jealous. I don't think I deserve it or can have it or would never ask. I would never ask for that. That's beyond my fair share. That's rude. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. How many times have people thought, well, that's so rude. How dare she ask for that and get it? What a horrible cow. (laughs) Exactly. Why is it working for her? Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Well, even that's I love the cool. idea of like just going out there and and like seeking the jealousy is pretty funny, right? It's like I just walk around all day and try and and try and see how much jealousy I can receive. Because in my life, I've never mm-hmm. I've never really thought that. Like I've looked at my life and I go, no, there's nothing in my life that somebody would be jealous of. Nothing about my life mm-hmm. would stir up jealousy, but apparently I've been wrong about that. Um, and honestly, it wasn't until a, a little while ago that I realized, well, wait a minute, actually, there are some things that people are, they kind of like, you know, some people don't want to talk to me anymore because maybe I piss in the moth, bringing up some jealousy. Sorry, I laugh at things and smile, but it, yes, it becomes obnoxious, right? It's like you were posting all that stuff on Facebook and you know, getting the bubbles around people's heads. Well, that's obnoxious. And me talking about sex and penises can get obnoxious. And people are like, her. Yeah, well, woman. how found out. I only found out because, yeah. Like, I, I found that out because people started reporting to me that they're like, oh, you know, I used to feel this way about you, but now I don't. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that you were, like, resenting me. It's just so funny to me like what's there to resent i don't you can have what i have just you need to go try it choose it ask for it yeah and i think that that's probably one of the bigger things um that you know coming to the awareness that anything anything anybody else has that you are like wow i would love that in my life you are able to create that And, you know, time is not a factor. Money is not a factor. You know, talent isn't even a factor. (laughs) No. You know, if you're willing to choose it, you can actually have that in your life. And, you know, I used to believe that there was, you know, millionaire choices and there there were my choices until, you know, Mm -hmm. I did enough of the my choices that, you know, were creating my future that now I really do have millionaire choices. And, you know, like I remember um, Access Consciousness, I'm a facilitator, and um, the founder of Access used to say, well, I'm sure he still does, he says, you know, it's just choice. And I remember thinking, oh, well, you have millionaire choices. And, you know, Hmm. I don't have millionaire choices. And, you know, what if all the choices could be millionaire choices if you ask? Like, wow, what would this add yeah. to my life if I choose it? The stuff that I'm, you know, looking at somebody and, you know, making them wrong about. What if I chose that too? You know, what if I talked about penises? I've seen you make, 
<laughs> yeah, totally. And I've seen totally talk about this all the time. I've seen you actually make millionaire choices this year, like traveling to Europe to facilitate and like I, I've been noticing that a bit like in especially last year I've noticed like how you've ramped things up and now you're making millionaire choices. Not only that, it's like the ref, the way it's actually reflecting because we, we talked about something once and you were talking about um, something that you were that you and your husband were creating with um, some rentals you were doing, and I was like, "Damn, girl, that's awesome! That is like you're living the millionaire lifestyle. It's so freaking cool." Yeah. Yeah, well, so, and it does yeah. boil down to... And you chose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have said no to the offer that the people, like, offered you. You go, no, no, forget it. We don't want to let, you know, we don't want to let that up. Or Like, you could have refused it, or you just go, wow, I'll have that. That's awesome. I'm so happy to receive it, right? And then it just creates more and creates more and creates more. But I think there's so many times that, the, the universe actually gives us the gift and we're expecting a package that looks a certain way and we throw it out the window. Yeah. Well, that's huge too. You know, I mean, there's an old saying, it never looks the way you expect it to. And it's so like that. And when you get used to including your body in the equation of your life, um, you know, and kicking out all the sort of unconscious and anti-conscious choices that you used to make, it becomes painfully obvious when you're not making choices that are adding to your future. Like they are actually painfully painful for me now. Like if I choose something and it goes in my gut, I'm like, okay, I'm choosing that right now. <laughs> mm, yeah. And, um, that's, you know, I don't have to wait for a hundred. Like unchoosing. It's, it's, yeah. Now. And you can unchoose yeah, it. It's insane. Yeah. And, and when we get that, and we get sometimes other people around us are unchoosing, right? It's like, it's not personal. They're just unchoosing. Um, say, for example, if, if I'm uh, hosting a class and somebody registers and then, you know, beforehand they're they're not choosing it. I used to take it so personally. And now I'm like, hey, cool. They're choosing for them. They've already gotten something out of this because they, they just got, they can choose for them. Whatever that is. Sometimes they're yeah. choosing anti-consciousness but it's still their choice yeah and how cool it is to have choice you know these days and you know 2018 and you know on we have so many choices available to us and exercise those choices and really get in touch with what is a conscious choice for us yeah I often think about how freaking lucky we are to live in a country, because you're also in Canada, in a country where, um, you know, we actually do have quite a lot more choices than many other people. You know, we can choose a lot of things and not get arrested for it here that we could in other countries. We we have we actually have a, somewhat of a freedom to have our own thoughts. We, we don't have to be perpetually told how to think. Um, we might even be rebellious, right? And not all of our rebellions will lead us to jail. It's really freaking amazing when you think about that because even in the last hundred years, that might not have been true, especially for women. Or like we're just in a position now that's very, oh, there's just so much more available. I think, wow, I just sometimes I'm in awe of that looking back. Um, 
I like to use history as a way to like look at how much we actually have received over the last few centuries. Like, wow, how much have we, uh, you know, even if I was around in 14th century and maybe I was unconsciously creating something and, you know, where am I now? <laughs> like, there's, I've, there's a lot of things that I'd have to choose to create to come to this lifetime to actually have more choice and just keep choosing it, right? So could have said, no, screw it. I'm not coming back to another body because I'm done with this whole experience. But I just, I just, like, it just blows my mind that we just keep choosing it to is. create more, to create more yeah. space and to it's... create more choice and to create more possibility. Yeah. Yeah. And I think gratitude is huge. Like, if you can have tremendous gratitude for you and the choices that you've made so far that have led you to the places and spaces and the talents and capacities that you have right now, like what else is possible? <laughs> what else could you have? Yeah. That's a great, I think that's a great lead in for the next section of our show. So we're actually going to talk about gratitude. I like that because gratitude is a great way to bring things to your awareness to actually have you sit down and look at them and acknowledge them. So I like that. We're going to actually talk about how gratitude um, after this break, we'll talk about how gratitude can um, increase our both our consciousness and our receiving. And so, yeah, just a reminder, you are listening to The Pleasure Zone on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Melitza Yalanich, and today my guest is Jennifer Kramer-Lewis, and we are going to be talking more on the topic of unconsciousness and receiving and actually receiving and more consciousness after this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. 
This is the Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at melissayelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to Pleasure Zone. Uh, so just before break, we were discussing, Jennifer and I, about gratitude and the possibilities of gratitude actually maybe increasing our awareness, maybe increasing our receiving. So I'm just wondering, do any of you out there who are listening in radio land, or do any of you create um, like gratitude journals, or do you use anything on a daily basis to remind you what you're grateful for, to bring that to your awareness? So if you don't, maybe consider that as a, as an option. But I'd like um, to hear from you, Jennifer, about like what is it like, do you use like a gratitude journal or do you just say it? Like what do you do for gratitude in your life? Yeah, well, one of the things that I am constantly reminded about how grateful I am um, is the community that I live in. Like, it is such a gorgeous place here. Like, the vistas here are, like, magnificent. And the home I live in is magnificent. And, you know, like, I go downtown and have, you know, a beautiful lunch or something. And, you know, like, it's the type of community that, you know, like, if you're coming down the sidewalk and you look like you're going into a store, someone will hold the door open for you for like three seconds. They'll stand there and hold the door open and make sure that you're either coming or not coming. And, you know, I lived so long in a big city where, you know, that wasn't the valuable product. Like being nice was not a valuable product there or being kind. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I grew up in a small community where it was a valuable product. And so I didn't make living in the city wrong. It just you know, it didn't suit me energetically. And so now that I'm in this community where people hold the door open for you, people say hello, you know, people want to connect with you, you know, and the, you know, nature here wants to connect with you. It's so gorgeous. Like we have deer in our yard all the time and quail and like amazing birds. And, you know, so that, you know, for me, what I see is, you know, what, I can create gratitude with and, and just be like in the bliss of gratitude. And, you know, I can honestly say there's been parts of my life where I was not one bit grateful. Right. <laughs> and, and guess how did what that happen? Affect like I everything. created a life. Yeah. I created a, a shit yeah. life. So it was almost like what, came first, my lack of gratitude or the lack of things to be grateful for, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But if you want to change your life, if you want to flip things around for yourself, and it's not from the space of you should be grateful, you know, like, um, I remember being a little kid and, and being told I should be grateful for things. And mm-hmm. it was things that I couldn't actually be grateful for. It was like, I should be grateful for the weird things that you've given me that aren't something mm-hmm. that actually really like. I would ever ask for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like fake gratitude. It's like real gratitude. Like, and, you know, 
the more like gratitude is like a lubricant, right? Like the more gratitude you add, Mm -hmm. you know, the more fast things, you know, can show up that you're grateful for. And, you know, when you are grateful, like, uh, you know, like I'm grateful for you, Melissa, like there's really something that you do and be on planet that without you, it just wouldn't be there. And, you know, like this, you know, space of lightness and, you know, generosity of spirit and, you know, no point of view about, you know, sex and sexualness and pleasure. Um, Like you do that and it's just so light and so bright that people are like, wow, you know, I can hear that information from Melissa and I actually can't hear it from other people because it makes me feel creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And so think about Yeah. And, you know, like there will be people in your life that you can be unbelievably grateful for. And, you know, there'll be places and spaces um, in your life that you can be unbelievably grateful for. And, you know, like I think it was Oprah that really started us on that track of being grateful for um, Mm -hmm. the things that we're grateful for. And it's not from a forced space. It's not from, oh, well, here's the things that I should be grateful for. Like, um, it's so funny. I have a friend who um, has a sailboat and I'm now racing on her sailboat. And like literally every single time I go out on the sailboat in this beautiful um, uh, place that we live, I look at the mountains around and I'm like, oh my God, it is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. You know, and then I get sort of that space of like gratitude and happiness. Yeah. You know, so I'm, rapture. I'm excited is for your that body you for that. Experience Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so fun. My body just loves it. And sometimes we're like screaming along. Like the other day, we actually, mm-hmm. you know, the spinnaker sail, that's usually the colored sail. We had to like let go of mm-hmm. all the lines and like drop it in the water because we were going to tip the boat over. We were going so fast. It was so <laughs> amazing. My body was that's like, awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, there's things like it's just so delightful yeah so like a question you could ask yourself is like hey universe or hey body you know what could we experience that would surprise and delight us today like how Mm. much more delight are you willing are you willing to have more than your fair share of delight (laughs) i like it are you willing to experience more than your fair share of beauty yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've had more, more than my fair share of duty for sure. <laughs> I'm done with my fair share of duty. I've had my share, but I'm willing to have definitely more delight. And I, I like to think of that as like, to me, it kind of comes out with that like, what was his name? He was like a super deep singer. It was that delight. I can't remember what his name was. Oh, Barry like, White. Have all these like sexy. Barry White. Barry White. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It's like if Barry White was like, delight, that, that would be like the super sexy energy and lightness about it. I like right. to now have a ringtone where Barry, right. Barry White goes, delight. <laughs> be great. That's uh, awesome. Let's make that happen. That's so fun. And um, like, think about how delighted little kids are. Like, you know, they want an ice cream, and so you get them an ice cream, and they're just so delighted with that. 
and, you know, they want mm-hmm. a new little pair of shoes and it's like these shoes that they're super excited about. And they're too, like, I'm an auntie, so um, I actually don't care about how much money I'll spend on a pair of shoes for a three-year-old. <laughs> and she it's likes them. Fun. She's delighted by them. She's good. Yeah. And then what if you could be that for you? What if you would be willing to surprise and delight you and take you out and buy you some shoes just because they delight you? It is, it is so Ooh, I can feel I, people I going, what? Weeks I, ago. I just thought, that? yeah, like, how can you do that? <laughs> and it's really funny, like, when you truly are delighted by them and you're not judging your choice. Like, I, I went home with a new pair of sandal-y kind of, like, um, wedges a couple weeks ago and my body just loves them they're just so comfortable and my daughter saw them and she's like oh mommy I'm so happy for you like oh it just looks so good on and like she was so happy about my happiness where I'm like that's so freaking cute like you're just so cool that she she has this amazing ability to be happy for other people's happiness which I think it's like a rare freaking treat because a lot of other people go to like jealousy, but she, even when she sees her friends and I'll show her, um, I was like, oh, wow, your, you know, your friend's mom just posted this on Facebook and look, it's your friend. She just won an award for dancing. And she's like, look at her. She's so beautiful. Look at her dancing. She's amazing. I'm like, oh my God, I love that you can appreciate other people. Like, Woohoo, that's so freaking awesome to me. Instead, you could be like, why isn't that me? And why didn't you? No, she doesn't like, I've never seen her do that. Which I just like, I'm in awe and so grateful for her gratitude and like excitement for people, for their happiness. You know, you could begrudge them or you could just be in on their party of happiness. and check the heavy and lightness of that you know like it's just so light and bright to you know get in on somebody's party of delight and it's just so heavy and yucky to poo poo their party of delight and you know I mean that could be another question that you asked yourself is like wow if if I was having a party of delight right now where would I go who would I see who would be invited to my (laughs) party of delight and You know, if like none of the people around you would be invited to your party of delight, it might be time to have a look at more people that do delight you, that, you know, really add to your existence, you know, that would be thrilled for you if you won an award. You know, that's a question I do ask my clients. I'm like, okay, so if you won a million dollars, how many people in your life right now would be like so stoked for you? And how many people in your life would be like, oh, well, I hope she gives me money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, it's, just, it's a huge difference. <laughs> well, it is. It's a huge difference. And, you know, like it sort of tails back on the millionaire choices. You know, um, uh, Think and Grow Rich is a very old book from the turn of the previous century. Mm-hmm. And... Napoleon Hill talks about creating a network of people that, you know, are your peers, a mastermind of people who are either, you know, he talks about trying to find a bunch of people that are way better at what you would like to create than you are, and then, you know, working with them Mm -hmm. and masterminding with them. And, you you know, how many people in your life are actually delightful to spend time with? 
and, um, you know, not making you wrong, like you've accidentally chosen people who aren't delightful. But, you know, what would it be like mm-hmm. to spend time with more people who are delightful, who like um, relish when you take more than your fair share? <laughs> yeah, they're excited for you. They're Thanks like, for eating my food. Look at <laughs> yeah. 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 What makes me think I had a friend come up and visit and I took her out for like amazing pasta and like she stole a bite of my pasta and she thought she was going to get in trouble. And I'm like, isn't it good? I'm like, don't try to take, you know, <laughs> you can have one bite, but that's it. <laughs> but I'm willing to share this part of my pasta with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What What would adding friends who relish you taking more than your fair share add to your life? Hmm. That is a really fun question. That's sort of fun and naughty, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I I really like that. And, like, That's even, so like, your friends slash family, too. Because you can choose your family on this one, too. It's like if your family is not even relishing your enjoyment of things, um, really, what are they creating for you? They're just blood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just in laws. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. Well and it's interesting, you know, like family. Yeah. Yeah. What are they really? Just because you came out of somebody's body doesn't mean that, you know, you have to have them in your life forever. You know, especially if they don't actually relish you as a being. If they're not like, Oh my god, I can't wait to spend time with her. You know, and you're not, oh, my mm-hmm. God, I can't wait to spend time with her. And, you know, like I think a lot of, well, in my life, I've had not such great relationships with family members. And, um, yeah, I've built a different sort of a tribe for myself. And, uh, yeah, people who I'm, like, super delighted to find out what they're doing next, super delighted to find out, you know, and I relish when they do stuff that's, like, audacious. I'm like, look at you go. How fabulous is that? And then if they choose something that I think that I would like to choose too, then I can just shop from what they're choosing. I don't have to make them, you know, better than me. I don't have to get jealous. You know, I'm just like, wow, look mm-hmm. at what she's choosing. I wonder what it would be like if I chose that too. Totally. Because there's like a million, there's billions of us and there's millions of choices that chances are we are going to like see something that somebody else is choosing and like it and go, cool. I'll choose that. I I know that when I was about, I don't know, 20-something rather, I just started out, um, I was working out of Toronto doing psych readings, and um, there was a, a girl who people would mistake us for each other all the time. And at first, it really pissed me off. And I was like, I'm her, I'm me and she's her. Like, can't you get us straight? And it would it was really frustrating to me. But then I started to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's something here that's actually working for me, because people would people had gone to readings with her, and then they would come to me and apologize for yelling at me, um, and say that they wanted another reading with me. I'm like, I actually never read for you before, <laughs> but I wouldn't tell them. I'll just receive it. And I was like, oh wow. Thanks for the apology, I guess. Um, but, yeah, when I made it a competition, <laughs> it was, like, destroying my business. And then I just started going, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was me. Whatever. <laughs> we'll have that. Yeah. 
it was really funny. Yeah. And 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 it was really cool that because it, it actually created. Yeah, and it created more for her too because people were mistaking vice versa, right? So she was getting other clients, and she was like, "Hey, did you get that person who they thought I was you?" I'm like, "Cool, what did you tell them?" They're like. We were confusing the crap out of people, and we honestly didn't look that much alike, other than we both had short hair that was curly, totally different color eyes, totally different body type. I was like four inches taller than her. Just really funny. We had similar energy, and a lot of people um, still to this day is really funny because somebody said, oh, to me a few months ago, oh, you got to check out this girl on Instagram. You'll love her. She's so cool. I'm like, what's her name? And then they told me, and I'm like, yep, I know her. Because we used to do readings at, at the same place. We used to go to meditation groups together. We used to go to Reiki shares together. Like, yeah, I know her. Like, I know her. I know her ex-girlfriend. Like, I know her. I know her grandmother. And so it was like, we're like, what? Really? You know her? You already know each other? I'm like, yeah. That's why you get that there's, like, this connection. Because I've known her for, like, 20 years. But it's. It's when we go to the unconsciousness and go the jealousy or whatever and, and start to think that, no, we can't have that or I don't want to be seen like that person. Um, I'm me. I don't, and it's like, oh, screw it. If you want to confuse me for somebody else and pay me for it, sure, go ahead. If you want to confuse me for Gary and Dane and pay me their wages, I'll have that too. Totally cool with that. Yeah, please. I'll have it. Yeah. Take more yeah. than your fair you share. Be a sure I am. Definitely. <laughs> 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 That's so awesome. I love it. Oh my gosh! Look at this. We've been like having a blast for like an hour already. <laughs> I know. And then I just realized so that crazy. we missed the last break, but that's okay. We have like one minute left, I think. Uh, I'm, I think that's where we're at because I can't see my chat room right now. But um, I'm gonna just let. I'm going to let you take this show away, Jennifer, so you can talk about all your creations, and the music will start. You can probably see the prompts. The music will start, and then the show's done. But you can, like, advertise for the next two minutes nonstop. Go. That's awesome. So thank you so much for having me on the show, Melissa. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and if you Google me, you can find all sorts of amazing things on the Internet. And, um, yeah, come and find me on Facebook, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and hop on over to classes.jenniferkramerlewis.com to see what I'm up to there. And I have a gift for you at podcast.jenniferkramerlewis.com. And, again, I'd love to chit-chat with you on how to get audacious and how to be super grateful in every single area of your life. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.